Welcome to Sis Internet Radio. Sisters in Spirit, affectionately called Sis, is a nurturing environment for women that inspires harmony in everyday living, shares resources that empower, offers information and support that nourishes the soul, balances our mental and physical well-being, and promotes inner peace and heightened spirituality. Our vision is a world where women live consciously, harmoniously, and spiritually to positively impact our lives and the lives of those with whom we come into contact. Join us as we live life with style, grace, and of course, much joy. Welcome to our Sisters in Spirit broadcast for Thursday, March 31st, 2011. You are here with your host, Sky. And our co-host, Raiza, is on travel. However, she sends her best wishes and greetings to everyone. Tonight's topic is, what does your face say to the world? Do you really know yourself? And we are joined by our special guest, Viola Moman, who is a life coach, consultant, author, and personologist. Viola has been an entrepreneur for over 30 years, and during that time acquired knowledge and capabilities that enabled her to become a consultant for individuals and groups and to help them strengthen and uncover their latent powers to create solutions to their day-to-day challenges of finding work or creating ways to generate revenue. Viola assists those with no direction and helps them formulate new avenues of prosperity. Born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, Viola lives in DeKalb County and is the author of Prenups for the Poor Man, and she hosts workshops based on the principles of this book. She also authored 5 Plus 1 Learning Powers of the Mind. Viola loves working with children and is passionate about good relationships. Her relationship articles have appeared in the Books Avenue magazine about relationship etiquette. She is a personologist and has a personologist. She has a doctorate in the study of the traits of the face and physical body. Viola has been a community worker for many years and a motivational speaker to the homeless, senior groups, and an employment profiler. Viola's goal is to share the treasures of her life experiences to help you with yours in the harmonic flow of life. Welcome, Viola. We are so excited to have you with us. How are you this evening? Thank you. I'm wonderful. And how are you? I'm great, and I'm really excited to have you here and to have you share your knowledge and your expertise with us and our listeners this evening. So let's just jump right in. Um, and, And why don't you tell us how you came to be a consultant? What drew you into consulting and into being a personologist, and would you explain to our listeners what a personologist is? Well, first of all, a personologist is an individual that studies the face because the face reveals much of uh, the individual's character. And the science of uh, personology was derived from physiognomy over 2,700 years ago. As a child, one of the things that I was interested in was what people were saying because we were told uh, a child should be seen and not heard. And so, therefore, it triggered the other part of my thinking, what are they saying and let me figure out what they're saying and and what they're talking about. Uh, It became a hobby of mine. So as I grew, became an adult and had my own family, I would carry them to the, my children to the mall, and we would sit and we would talk about how people walked, how they looked, what they were thinking, uh, what they were doing, you know, reading uh, behind their movements to under, try and understand what they were, uh, what was going on in their uh, mind and in their uh, action every day and in their movement. Uh, I found that it became more than just a hobby. It became part of me looking at myself because those things I saw in others, I saw in myself. And I couldn't quite understand it, so I began to study more about it. The older I got, the more information I found. And I said, now, I need to find a school or some place that's going to give me more information about it. 
and let this be something I work toward retirement. And that's what I did. Studied, studied, studied. I love new things. I love studying. And I love revealing those things, those unknown things, uh, those mystical things. I've always been interested in that, and that became an intriguing thing for me. In doing so, it helped me move into the areas of my employment that helped me to become a better person, recognizing other people's traits, respecting what was happening with them because I knew it was happening with me. And there's something I heard a long time ago that said, know thyself and you will know every man. And that's what began to happen. So it began to improve my life. And so today I want to do the same for others, share what I've learned over the 30 years so that their lives can be improved also. Wonderful. So would you say that the personologist um, activities helped you move into consulting and working with other people, or that came first and then you moved, or was it something that happened um, at the same time? It really happened at the same time, too, because as I was learning, anything that I learn always enjoy sharing it with others. And then I found that it was beneficial to other people, and as a young adult, sharing that, it made a difference in their lives. So I would be up many hours, 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, sharing information, helping people to overcome situations. So it sort of happened together, but it became more of a fixed thing for my life once I got toward retirement. And I am retired, and I realized that today with the many things that's taking place, it's what I need to do in order to help more people, especially seniors working in the area of um, employment with seniors. I found that I can take what I've learned and empower seniors with this knowledge. And that's when I realized that this is something that has to be uh, helpful in all areas and that this is what I want to do during my retirement. So that's your purpose. From yes. this point forward, yes. <laughs> your purpose in life. Yes, it is. Point and that's wonderful. Can you elaborate a little bit more on um, the, the the aspect of being a personologist and um, how you can use that? Um, I don't know whether you want to start with the beginning as to looking at features or just how you can use it, how it would be important to you. And um, if we could start from that area, that would be great. Why would you want to use that, and how would it be important to an individual? Personology can be used in all aspects of your life, because as I was doing my dissertation for a doctorate uh, for personologists, uh, I found that it covers more areas than I thought it would cover. Uh, the problem today in hiring individuals is knowing the Sometimes there are hidden things within a person. Personology helps you to see those hidden things, those hidden personalities. Uh, it's good for uh, any department of human resource. It's excellent with understanding the learning style of a child. It's excellent in developing a relationship and respecting individuals. Um, if a person is interested in knowing if a per they are compatible with another person, just knowing how to read the face, the features of the face will help to know whether or not they can get along or not. One of the examples I like to use for that is um, there are many different types of eyes that we see every day, but we never really notice the difference until they're pointed out. We have close-set eyes. That's eyes that sit very close toward the nose, and there are uh, far-set eyes, um, and those eyes that sit uh, far apart from the nose. Now, if a man and a woman came together, one with close-set eyes and one with uh, eyes that are far apart, then they would have a difficult time of getting along in the relationship simply because the close-set want to get things taken care of right away and the one with the eyes far apart, those are the people that kind of lay back, take their time, and I'll do it next week or I'll pay the bill next week. Uh, we were born with temperaments. And those are the things that cannot change. 
there are things about our bodies that can change. We can put on weight. We can lose weight. But we were born with temperaments that do not change. So when you're choosing a career, you can look at the uh, the feature of a individual and make a decision as to the type of work that they have to do. Uh, a person that plays sports, they will have uh, short legs and they will have a long torso. And those are people that like to run about all the time. There are people that will do work up on their feet all the time. A person with long legs and a short torso, those are people that like to sit down all the time. Now, there are clusters of physical traits that also work with that. A person that sit down all the time with uh, fingers that are even, or people that do small, detailed work. So once you do a profile, it takes about an hour and a half to um, do a profile on an individual to pull together the cluster of traits of an individual so that they can understand that you understand how to direct them in the way of a career. It's also helpful in choosing business partners. Any area of your life, personality can be used, and one of the most important areas that it can be used is for yourself. You can get to know yourself much better than anybody else because we can have mood swings, and those mood swings are based on certain things that took place during the time of conception. And the study of personality is very, very deep, but it's simple, easy to learn, because it's a subject that will bring anyone interest of themselves to sit down and take the time to learn it. So in all areas, it's very uh, useful. Well, let's let's cover one area that all of us are generally involved in and, and for a moment. Um, you talked about HR. Is that something that's widely used now, or are they trending towards that in terms of uh, screening applicants or screening potential employees? It's always been used. The only mm. thing about that is we were unaware of it. All of the um, all of the spirituality of things like personality, like um, intuition, um, clairvoyance, our departments of human resource, our leaders, everyone has been using this. However, there are times when we can't seem to figure out why we're always the last one to know. But we are sort of misdirected to ignore those things, but mm-hmm. they are used for us, but we never knew that they were actually being used on us in order mm-hmm. to make choices of to do this or not to do that. We have to wake up and become familiar with the tricks and the traits that's being used on us in order for us to bring ourselves up to par and become aware of how to use these things for ourselves to move forward. The Department of Human Resource, uh, the profilers, police profilers, all of these things have always been used. Uh, As far as 2,700 years ago, Aristotle and Socrates, these are the traits. The study of physiognomy is everywhere. And uh, you'll find that when... When our uh, thinking can be moved away from it and they use it against what we do in life today, they accomplish much. And we must wake up to use these things and become aware, consciously aware, of how these things are being used so we can use them for ourselves so we can grow up. That's very important. And when you mentioned the police profiling, that is exactly what they use, isn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, now, it is. I can I can readily relate to that more so than human resources, but I can see where, you know, human resources, um, they would be using it, but you would think about it quicker when you say police profiling. Right. You know? yeah, see, so like that's in, important, you know, it, for us to yes, become yes. more aware. And that's one of the things that we try to do with Sisters in Spirit, bring these things to our attention because, Oftentimes, like you said, we have been direct, directed away from these things. Yes, yes. They're still being used on us, just like right. you said. So that's what we try to do, bring these kinds of 
uh, shows and experts like you so that we can share them with everybody and everybody will become aware and we'll know how to use these tools that are available to us. Yes, um, yes, mm-hmm. yes, it's very important. You know, uh, our senior citizens today are being played up on in so many different ways that it's important that I get to the seniors to teach the seniors as much as I possibly can because uh, when someone approaches you, you know our eyes, uh, as most people say, the windows of, of our soul. Yeah. But how can we identify those things within that individual? And, you know, our eyes, are, they are the feeling and the emotional trait is centered around mm-hmm. our eyes. And... The more pressure or the stress a person is under, the more it affects the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, stress affects the mind and the optic nerve behind the eyes. So if the stress is not dealt with, it could lead to some very serious and violent behaviors. And that's why if a person is not aware of the setting of the eyes of the individual when they are approaching them, or when they look a certain way at that door before they let somebody in, they're able to know to close the door or don't open the door. And there are many different aspects of the eyes that's so important. Uh, The eyes do tell us a lot, but when we understand how these eyes are being set and how they look at us, then we can uh, make the um, determination much better. Now, several of the things I want to mention is that if you were looking at a person and you see the white of the bottom of one of their eye, you must understand that that person is is either in a financial situation or a very serious love affair situation having problems in that area. But if they have the white underneath both of their eyes, then they're having problems in both of those areas. And if you see the white, around the eyes of an individual, then that person is under some serious pressure. And if you see the white at the top of the eyes, that person is a potentially violent person. And when a person's eyes just seem like they're setting up in the top of their head and you see a large white part under both the iris, under both of their eyes, that person is totally disconnected from uh, anything, and they will do almost anything. So if we can understand the things that's taking place inside of a person's eyes, yes, they do give us information about what's happening inside of them. We can either run away or we can stay there and be threatened or harmed. So the knowledge of understanding the uh, features that's taking place uh, within those eyes and the features of the face is very, very important. And these are just small, small uh, things I'm giving tonight, but there are over 58, and uh, the last, when I was doing a review, there were some some uh, traits that were added, like 60, a total of uh, 68, but I took my training from the last student of the judge that coined the term personology and brought it to the Western um, uh, world to teach personology, the science of physiognomy. He was a judge, Edward Vincent uh, Jones, and his student, Dr. Uh, Paul Esner, was my mentor, and he's the one that I got certified with, received my master's and doctorate from the personology of the Pacific. So, therefore, what I learned were the actual traits that had been scientifically studied in order to say, this is 98% proof right here. And so there are no exams that's needed other than reading the face and getting accurate uh, interpretation from those features. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you something before we leave the eyes? You were talking about the white. Are you talking about directly around the pupils or where are, around, where are you talking about? Around the pupils, you know, the white of the eyes. Right. Uh, the, we have the pupil and then we have the iris, and that's the white part of the eye. And mm-hmm. so any time you're able to see it underneath one eye or underneath both eyes, that person is either having a personal a problem as well as a financial problem. That's the indication why it sets like that, but those are the indication of that. And mm-hmm. you can have compassion toward a person. They they may look sad. They may feel uh, out of place, and they be uh, may be quite despondent. And so when you see a person with that, 
they're under some serious stress, but that's not a violent type of um, setting of the eyes. They need understanding. They need to talk to someone. They right. definitely need some compassion. So you need to understand a lot of those things. Uh, I remember right after President Obama became uh, president, um, I was looking at Michelle Obama, and she was sitting, and she had this lower part on uh, under her left eye. The white of it was showing more so uh, than under the under the white part. So I figured that she was missing the time that she used to spend with President Obama. So that wasn't a financial problem; it was a relationship problem. So I just so I know that they didn't have no relationship problem other than she was missing them, and it was a sadness that was there in her face. So when we can read a person's face. We can have compassion for them, and that's why it's very important for us to begin to understand the things about ourselves so we can have a better relationship. Uh, We can move away from harm when it's close to us, and then we can understand that I'm on this job and I don't like it because I'm standing all day and I like to do a sitting job with a little small uh, intricate work, and so the evaluation of ourselves, when we get to know ourselves and know all of the traits mm-hmm. about uh, ourselves, then we're able to make better judgments about what we do, teaching our children, understanding that their forehead teach what, uh, shows us whether or not they are quick learners or whether or not they're slow learners, and I don't believe in this Ritalin that they give to children, and most of the children I've seen with that are the ones that carry the trait, the forehead of a slow learner. They're not. There's not anything wrong with them. They just need to have everything in sequential order. And when it comes one, two, three, these are young geniuses. It just has. You just have to have the time to understand what it is each person needs. We're too fast today. Bypassing right. things. Uh, speaking to looking in the eyes and looking at the face, that speaks also to making eye contact. Yeah. You know, today a lot of people don't make eye contact, yes. and it's very important to do that. Yes. Just yes. as you said, when you look into a person's eye, you know, maybe you're not looking directly at them or something happens that you do happen to make complete eye contact. You can see the emotions there. I mean, yeah. we can just naturally yeah. see if somebody's sad or if something's gone on. Right. But now we are, you know, the tools are here where we can look at the features and know what it means instead of just being emotionally connected to that person. You're right. You're the right. Scientific facts now to say, oh, this means that. You know. Right. So, that's mm-hmm. right. So it's yeah, very important. Right. But to start, you know, just start making eye contact with people, looking people in the face. You know, being. Um, you know, making that connection. So often now we don't want to make connections with people. Right. You know, That's like right. you said, we're moving so fast. Yes. And, you know, we're all face readers. Yes. Face reading is not about uh, facial expressions. It's definitely not, not about that. It's mm-hmm. about the features of the face. Right. Um we all already know things. It's, it's an intuitive knowledge. What we have to do is take the time to understand how we know what we know. See, mm. when we just have this feeling, you know, I felt that or I thought that. But when you are able to read the features of the face, then you can say, I know that, I understand that. You're not yeah. guessing anymore. We all, from the moment we're babies, we read this, we read the um the, the features of the face. A baby can cry when he sees something in that person's face like, oh, I don't like that, and they'll start crying. But they smile when they see this other part of the features of the face, you know. So we have already the innate ability to do that. We just need to know how to understand it. We know that there's a bakery on the other side of town, but we just need to have the directions how to get there, you know. So when we understand these things, they open up to us a whole new world. They empower us. And when we are empowered about ourselves and how we can walk in understanding of what's happening around us and the game that's played upon us, we no longer, those shackles fall off because we are not bound anymore with guessing. Yes. Knowledge is power. Yes. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. 
Oh, that is so interesting. Um, what about um, Viola using this trait or just typical general things that we can do to look at someone to say whether you mentioned it slightly, whether we are compatible with people or whether we should be a friend or something. Can we choose friends and people that we want to associate with by, you know, reading their face or their different types of features? Oh, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Uh, one of the things I do, since most people know that I am a personologist, I try not to read a person's face right away. However, there are some features that just stand out no matter what. The eyes may stand out. They may It may be a person with these big, beautiful eyes. Well, see, face reading is based upon the size, the shape, and then the vital power that comes through. It's the mm. setting of each part of the face. The face, I'm, before I answer the question that you just asked, I want to say this and then I'll go back to that question. Sure. There are, there are three zones of the face. There, There's a zone from the hairline to the top of the eyebrows, and there are many different features in that area of the forehead. From the top of the eyebrows to underneath the nose, all of those features are facial features, the eyebrows, the eyelids, the setting of the eyes, the puffiness of the eyes, the shape of the nose, the aperture of the nose, all of those features, there are many features inside of that. From the nose to the chin, those are many features that can be talked about, the setting of the lips, the philtrum, which very few people know anything about, which is right under the nose, which indicates your sexual desire. And anybody that know how to read a person's face that is highly sexual, they'll know, oh, I don't need a relationship with that because we won't have, we won't get along a person that uh, don't enjoy sex can read and say, oh, well, we get along fine because both of us feel the same way. There are many types of features that's available in the face, the mouth, the chin, as well as the ears as to how we can identify. People that love music, if they see someone with a certain type of ear, they know they'll get along well because they can enjoy music, listening to it. So all of these things will make a difference in as we are choosing our mates now or our friends. But one of the things that I've heard and that I have noticed and that is when you see someone that looks just like you, you've just met your soulmate because your eyes will be setting close or either or apart, your eyebrows will be shaped similar, your nose will have the similar shape. And so you'll be looking at you, and when someone tells you, you know, you all look just like, just alike, you know, those things will help to determine friendship, partnerships, or uh, long-term relationships. These things, once we understand them, they do make a difference. Our hands determine whether or not we are risk takers. Our fingers, we never thought of our fingers being different, but they are. Uh, they can be even. They can be multi um, uh, or stacked in different levels, and that, that determines that if you're going to go forward taking a chance or you're just not a risk taker. Everything about us will make a difference in do I want to try to climb a mountain with this long-legged person or that short-legged person over there? You know, all of those things make a difference. And when we have mixed-match uh, personalities, it's because we are joined up with a person that's opposite. Mm-hmm. In our temperament, that we were born with, we have fragility. You know, there are a lot of people that's very frail. We have people that that's frail, but at the same time, they'll still try and climb a mountain or ride a bike. And then there are those that's just rough and tough. Now, when you get in personality, you got the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You put a seven, eight, nine, which is the rough and tough, with a one, two, three, which is nice and fragile, that won't work. But if you put a uh, four, five, six with a uh, seven, eight, nine, it'll work because that person is sort of like in the in the middle of it. They're uh-huh. not fragile and they're not rough and tough, but they can go either way. You know, they can 
climb a mountain and still enjoy it just as much as someone that is um, uh, fragile, you know, but they never get to the point where they, that's too rough for me. They'll never say that. So there's so many aspects of it. It's just so much that could be covered, and I'm just throwing and and touching the tip of the many Mm -hmm. different personalities on how they can relate to relationships. And it's a very, very interesting science. And the it really is. Us. I'm just excited hearing about it. Uh, one thing in terms of relationships, so you've mentioned different points that we could look at to see if we're compatible. Mm-hmm. But couldn't you also use this to say, say I'm matched up with a partner that's not, you know, that doesn't look like me or, you know, we seem like we're not working on the same wavelength. Can I look at that and say, well, I know this about that person, so I'll know how to work with this person. Exactly I'll right. I'll know how to them. <laughs> I can, you know, now that I'm empowered with this knowledge, I know what to do so that right. we can get along, you know. That's so that's exactly also right. a way that we can use that knowledge and that information. That's right, especially with couples that that know nothing about personality and they're already married. And mm-hmm. they begin to look at this and they say, well, that's what the problem was. You know, I keep trying to get her or get him to be on time all the time, and, and I'm up and I'm ready and I'm, I'm on time. Then once you understand that that person is kicked back and laid back, because look at the eyes there, wide set eyes, and they are the ones that's just not going to be on time, no kind of way. <laughs> then you can understand, okay, let's get started early. That's when you really begin to develop good relationships through understanding of why they are like that. Yes, yes. That is so empowering. Just it like is. You. <laughs> it really is. I love it. I want to I take a it. minute to acknowledge our callers and invite anyone that has a question or comment for our special guest to please raise your hand. And you can do that by pressing the number one. And um, also in our chat room, if you have uh, a question or a comment that you'd like to uh, make to Viola, please type it in and we'll ask the question. Uh, We're just so excited to have um, our special guest, Viola, here with us. She is a consultant, an author, and a personologist, and that's what we're talking about now. And um, the personologist is a person who studies the features of the face and the physical body. And uh, it's such an interesting conversation. So please, you know, raise your hand if you have a question or a comment, and we will come right over to you. In the meantime, Viola, let's um, continue our discussion. I know everybody is just so enthralled, and this is such an interesting and informative topic, so we can continue our discussion. Yes. How long does it take to, um, to, to learn to read faces? It really doesn't take long, but it's really left up to you. If you are mm-hmm. persistent with it and you stick to it, I say within three months you can have the basic of it because it's an ongoing study. You'll never, ever learn everything about it because there's always something that can add to it, clusters of of personalities, and you go like, oh, well, let's see, how is this and how is that? person with flat ears toward the uh laying close to their head, they're big spenders. They'll spend everything that they got. And you find that a person that spend money that much as well as full, two full set lips, they will probably, they're very generous. They'll spend money on their friends as well as themselves, you know. You'll find that people with um, very sharp nose, they're very administrative type of people. Um, you can put anything in their hand, a sharp nose, with very close set eyes and and very uh, thin top lip, they'll run your business perfect, you know. So uh, all of it is just going to be left up to you as to whether or not you want to go all the way through it uh, or if you, that is, you know, people are working today. And so um, really an expanded time of about three months is what it is. I can say that they will get the basic of it and continue to study because, uh, it's just um, a science that you never get fooled. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. A continu- uh, as if um, to say it's a lifelong journey, a lifelong, a lifelong studying process. It is because you have to, when you meet people with clusters of traits, what you're doing is figuring out how all of that works together because you can have just a, a person with a wonderful face and it's general, it's easy to um, 
understand their features. But when you have a person that have a, a forehead that's straight up with a flat top part just at the edge of their uh, hairline, uh, they may have both of the sides of their forehead kind of flat in. Those are people that are slow to uh, learn. They're, they need to have things in sequential matter, but at the same time, they love things. Mm-hmm. And if they have the flat ears, they love spending. If they have the full lips, they, they're just a given person. Uh, the features can be so overwhelming that you wonder, okay, let's see now, how can I get all of this in? They have high cheekbones and may, they may not have no cheekbones. You might have those that have a, a pointy chin. Those are very, those are people that are very stubborn. So you can have all that together and you have to come up with a, a decision as to that inner character based upon all of those things, but you discuss each one, and as the person agree, you're right, you're right, you're right, then this is the thing that keeps you studying all the time because mm-hmm. it's not a general face that you're going to always see. Right. Now, does, it, um, does this science entail other parts of the body, or is it basically centered around the face? It's uh, basically centered around the face, but the hands are part of it, and the uh, the length of the torso, uh, the length of the torso, the femur, if it's short or if it's long, those are the only things that personality deal with mm-hmm. because it has an effect on whether when you're reviewing uh, the um, profile of the person as to whether or not when you're sending them out for a job or looking at what they do, they can have the perfect fingers to work maybe doing um paintings, uh, intricate type of work, but then they need to be sitting down or they could have uh, other features that say they need to be standing up, they need to be busy all the time, but they need they can do the intricate work. It's, it's the cluster. It, it makes it's so many different things about it that really uh, keep you active in understanding what you have to do with it or, or directing them in the way that they should go. Mhm. Wow, this is so much information, and it's making me kind of think now that um, when I go out and about, I'm going to be wondering if people are looking at me trying to decipher, uh, you know, my character and things like that, and I'll probably start staring at people trying to do this too. You will. You will, because <laughs> once you, even if uh, everyone that I've done a profile on, they uh-huh. have found that it has changed their life because what they do when they get the uh, results of it, they find that um, they're doing the same thing for other people and they're more aware. Uh, yes. I enjoy doing the profile, but today I prefer teaching it because I can do more for teaching a person instead of doing the profile. The profile I can do that for individual, but when I have a group, I can teach more people and let them become uh, the 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 observer of these things, you know, and so I I like giving the information. I like this uh, turnover yes. of information more so than actually doing the profiling. But the profiling is what I enjoy. Um, I was the first one in in the state of Georgia to uh, bring the introduction of face reading into it. The first two have the doctorate in it. Uh, wow! Okay. Congratulations. That's interesting. Yes, um, it's a very um, intriguing type of uh, of science that we must become involved with. We can't allow just general things to happen. We're in a serious time today, and everything Mm -hmm. that we do, whatever in the way we do it, however we do it, we must observe what is involved with it. Why did they do this? And when we begin to look at why people do what they do, and why won't they help this group, and why do they help that group? There's a, a thing behind it. It's mm-hmm. called greed. And you begin to understand that it's just selfish of people not to want to help anyone else. And you see others suffering, and you see the faces of these people, and you see the eyes, and you see the sluggishness of their body. They have inner torment. 
And when you begin to recognize this and then you see others that are standing and, and looking strong and superior over others, you begin mm-hmm. to wonder, you know, uh, what, what are we going to do about it? And continue to empower yourself because the more we become empowered about understanding who we are, we'll be able to overpower the ones that uh, that made us feel like we were powerless. But our right. power will rise based upon our uh, knowledge of becoming more knowledgeable about ourselves and not yes. just accepting anything. Yes, and, and it's like, um, you know, it's, it's, it's saying let's not sit by and just passively let life happen to us. Yes. So yes. be empowered yes. and be in control of what happens to us. Yes. And that comes through knowledge, through engagement, through being active. And yes. you're so right about that because, a lot of times that's where the torment comes in because we feel powerless. Yes. People feel like they don't have control, whereas yes. we do. Yes, you know, we do. if we start engaging ourselves, if we start obtaining the information and the knowledge so that we can be in control of what happens to that's us. That's exactly right. actually have the fortitude to take control over our lives. Exactly right. Exactly right. That's very, um, very important. And mm-hmm. I'm glad you shared that with us, too, oh, yes. because oh, yes. it's, imp- it's important to be empowered, and you get that empowerment through learning, through knowledge, through taking action, and uh, just not letting things passively, you know, sitting passively by and letting things happen to us. Right. You know, one of the things I found to be true um, is that there are people with passion, and they're not acting on it. They want to know and understand things, but they are feeling embarrassed to want to be different. One of the things that break the barrier of being different is to be different, to reach out and touch and get information on things that others don't want to know, but all of a sudden you have this unction to know about this. Sometimes it comes early and sometimes it comes late. But yeah. my thing is to whatever it is that's, that's coming up as a passion for you to know, go to the library, read about those things, uh, go and buy books, um, do research. The Internet is filled with anything and everything that you want to inquire about. Find out about these things because the things that are happening today uh, are being revealed within our spirit for mm-hmm. us to take action with it in order for us to be able to start moving and changing things. We are not going to be able to change anything unless we begin to wake up and change our everyday habit to want to do more in order to improve what it was that we used to do to improve it to something better and more powerful to do it. We have to change with the time, and the time is the day of revelation. We are living in that time for all things to be revealed. Yes. Indeed, and things, it is. Everything is coming to light. Yes. And that's why this information, this knowledge, you know, all of these spiritual sciences, or um, they call them new age sciences, but they're not new age. That's right. That's very true. Yeah, that is so This is ancient wisdom that's being made available to the the masses. Yes, yes. They can't keep it secret anymore, you know, and it's all being manifest. Yes, And it's up to us to start using it and using it to our betterment and to the betterment of others about around us. So yes, yes. It's, so much it's, it's so important. It's just there's nothing else to me that is going to remove me from helping to strengthen the mind and open the mind of individuals that have been sleepwalking. Yes. We've got to make that change. My song with everybody is we must realize who we are and what we have because he that has shall be given more and he that has not shall not have, you know, be taken away. But we have to have, I have this information, I have the understanding, we have to have the information to understand that we can do and make a change. And I just refuse to do anything else other than help make a change. And that's what I do every day. I have to offer to someone an insight into, well, let's look at this a different way. 
Let's not consider that anymore. Let's do this. Let's do that. Because there is a better way to do everything and an easier way without struggle. And that's what it is that I'm about. I am a spiritualist. I've studied spiritual laws. I find that face reading is based on spiritual laws, things Mm -hmm. that were inborn within us or created within us while we were in our mother's womb. These are the things that we must act on. We must exercise who we truly are, and we are wonderful people. We're not to be uh, in bondage of our thinking or what we do or how we do. We're supposed to be free people and enjoying ourselves, and this is what I want to do. If I have to free one thought a day, I will do that within someone else as well as myself. Well, we thank you for the inspiration and we thank you for everything that you're doing and encourage you to continue, which we know you will do. Yeah. Let's take a moment uh, for you to share with us um, more about your business uh, and other information about activities that you have coming up or going on now. Just give our listeners um, some more information about what's happening with you at this time, Viola. Okay, well, I just recently finished a video for uh, The Power of One that uh, has been uh, given to um, a young lady that has this uh, program, Power of One, that will be um, released on the YouTube soon, as well as a video uh, that I've completed uh, that will be going into the congressional hearing next week, uh, the 4th, 5th, and 6th, uh, that will be accompanying the um, veterans of, with disabilities uh, as they do their congressional hearing. Uh, I have a senior group called Senior Citizens for Change, and this is about bringing seniors together so that they can recognize who they are and that the change has to take place within them before uh, change is going to take place outside, and that is to help them understand who they are and looking at the situations that um, are keeping them disconnected from the funds that are moving into our state to assist them because of the many different problems that seniors are having. So this is where I am today. Uh, I'm also um, promoting who I am as far as my personality business, my motivational speaking, and holding workshops uh, for any group that is interested in having me to come in and teach personality, because these are very important areas of my life today. Um I enjoy what I do. I will continue doing what I'm doing, and I just feel that these this is where I am to be today. And so between the um, personology, the Senior Citizens for Change, and me uh, looking forward to um, doing more videos as well as a dance video, the Atlanta Bop is something that I'll be working on soon, too, to do a dance video to wake up seniors that know how to do the famous Atlanta Bop. So there are many things that's in the work for me because I feel, you know, uh, there are people that's 90 that's that's very young and there are people that are 40 that's very old. So I'm one that's 67 and very young in my thoughts and actions. So I enjoy moving forward with that. So this is where I am and what I'm doing today. Wonderful. Can you tell our listeners how to contact you? Yes, you'll be able to contact me. I have a blog and that's... Um, if you want to get more information about some of the things that I'm doing and some of my writing, uh, you can uh, go to my blog at V, that's like victory, moment, M-O-M-O-N-P-S-D dot blogspot dot com, as well as my contact phone number is 404 373 1955, as well as my CGAP2 at yahoo.com email address. Can you give the email address one more time, please? Okay. The email address is C, like Charlie, GAP2 at yahoo.com. Okay, great. Thank you. And we'd like to invite our callers to um, put your hand up if you'd like to ask a question or make a comment in regards to the discussion that we've had this evening. 
Uh, we have Viola Momen with us, and she is a consultant, an author, and a personologist. And she has given us some really intriguing information about face reading and reading of physical features of the body and how it can help us in different areas of our lives. And um, to recognize the caller, I'm going to call the last four digits of your phone number, and you'll be on the line. And please give us your name. Okay, we're opening up the line for caller 5386. Welcome to the show. Uh, good evening. Thank you. I have been enjoying the show. Actually, I was traveling, and I kept dropping in and out, so I wasn't sure if if the sister actually gave a book that, that she's written or a book that we can refer to. Viola, you want to tell us about the books uh, that you've written? The books I've written are not on personality, but The Prenups for the Poor Man and Five Plus Learning Powers of the Mind. Five Plus One Learning Powers of the Mind is a book that was written for child care uh, providers to help them understand how to open the mind of infants in order to release the geniuses, uh, the genius of the mind of infants. And The Prenups for the Poor Man is the book that was written for relationships, helping individuals understand how to build a relationship before getting over into a serious um, relationship of marriage, losing everything, and it's one that gives them step-by-step avenues to travel in and questions to ask in order to know if this is the person that you really want to be with. Okay, well, thank you very much. I will definitely look them up. Well, those books will have, you can go through those uh, on my blog, and you'll find that at the blog, vmomentpsdblogspot.com. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, caller. You didn't give us your name, though, did you? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, My name is Zita, and I'm actually calling from Macon, Georgia, and I have really enjoyed the show, and I will um, look up your blog. Thank you very much. Please contact me. I'll be glad to give you whatever information um, you uh, other information you may want to know. Yes, ma'am. Thank, Thank you, you very much. You're welcome. Viola, for a person that wants to get started, what is what are some of the basic ways that um, we can enter this field? As far as becoming a personologist, yes, uh, there are a couple of areas that do give the personology courses. Mine would be an individual correspondence course, and in order to get information about that, they can call me at 404-373-1955, or they can check some of the other courses that the um, uh, other personologists do have. I would love to have a school, a personology school, as my uh, mentor had. He has uh, transitioned Uh, And hopefully that will come in the future. But as far as the school, all of my courses can be correspondent or we set up um, the Skype type of um, correspondence through that. Okay, so you do work one-on-one and and that's available through correspondence and through Skype? Yes, it is. Oh, okay, great. That's that's good to know. Yes. So we have your contact information. Yes. As we wind to an end um, of this very fascinating and informative uh, discussion, are there any other things that you'd like to share with us this evening, Viola? What I'd like to say is for each person to realize how important they are, not just a person living to work and to pay taxes and to be around you are a very important part of the growth of our society. We all grew from this earth. We grew up on this earth, and we are to give to, give back, learn whatever we can in order to function to the highest potential that we have been called to do. And right at this age, we are at a point where our experience is to teach other people, teach those that we have already Um, given birth to and help to bring more information within ourselves as well as to others. All of our learning has not been for us to just keep it, it's to share. And that's, that's indeed true. It's about sharing and helping people learn and empowering people along the way. Yes. First, 
living first recognizing what our purpose is. Yeah. And then like you said earlier, I thought that was very important too. Um when you said to act on the knowledge that we have. Yeah. We know that we have this purpose, we know that we we have this potential, but a lot of people are not fulfilling that and not right. acting on it. So yeah. that's a a very important part of this piece too is to act. Yeah. You know, um we shrink away from our responsibilities, we shrink away from being the the best that we can be. And um, it's time, you know, the time has come for everyone to stand up and be the best possible person they can be. I agree. So I think that's um, really important and something that we should definitely take away from uh, your sharing with us this evening. And it's been just a wonderful, wonderful show. Hi, thank you Uh, so much. Before we go um, a little bit further, I'd like to take a moment and to um, let everybody know what's going on with Sisters in Spirit. Uh, We are excited. We are planning for um, our first symposium that's coming up on May 1st, and uh, it's the Transcending Self-Limitation Symposium to be held on May 1st at the Solarium in Decatur, Georgia. We have a wonderful lineup of speakers, Dr. Mark Armstrong, who's a holistic healer, Martha Burgess, who is a process trainer and spiritual speaker, uh, speaker, and we also have Dr. D. Audio Moses, who is an international coach and spiritual teacher. And they're going to share with us how to overcome self-sabotaging habits, things that we repeat over and over again that basically damage our ability to, to achieve. And this is going to be done in the area of finance, health, nutrition, and just overall well-being and spirituality. We have a wonderful lineup, and these speakers are, just as we heard tonight from Miss Viola, here to help teach us, guide us, and are waiting to share their information with us. Uh, to get more information about the symposium, you can go to www.sisters-in-spirit.net. And uh, it's just going to be an awesome time. We're just so excited about it, and we're about 30 days out now. So we're inviting you to um, go to the site, register for the event, tell your family and friends, because this is going to be an event that you do not want to miss. The teaching, the learning, the spiritual connection that you're going to make here is definitely going to change our lives for the better. So we're just encouraging everybody to um, get registered and to come out and spend the day. We're going to have a nutritious healthy uh, lunch prepared for us, and it's just going to be an awesome event. We're going to have musicians there, um, the spoken word artists, um, vendors that will be sharing and showcasing their holistic and well-being businesses. So it's going to be a lot of different opportunities there. It's going to be advertising and sponsorship opportunities. So we're encouraging everybody to come out and spend that day with us. And as we continue to wind to an end, we're going to transition back. And, Viola, um, please give your um, email address and your blog address again so that everyone will know how to contact you. And then we'd like to end our show with a quote, just a saying or quote. It can be your favorite quote of someone else or a saying or quote that you have yourself that's from you. And uh, I invite you to um, uh, share that quote with us after you give us Give us your contact information. Okay. Um, that's Viola Momen, V-E-O-L-A-M-O-M-O-N. The telephone number is 404-373-1955. The blog address is vmomenpsd.blogspot. Dot com. That's V M O M O N P S D dot B L O G S P O T dot com. And the uh, statement that I make all the time because we must be in consciousness of uh, who we are and where we want to go, and mine is prosperity and success is always my state of mind. Those are the two things that I maintain for success for myself and I share with others for themselves. Prosperity and success 
always my state of mind. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. And I'd like to share that knowing others is intelligent. Knowing yourself is true wisdom. Mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself is true power. If you realize that you have enough, you are truly rich. And that's from Tao Te Ching. You've been listening to Sisters in Spirit. Thank you for joining us this evening. Good night. Good night.